gotcha Either they camps or they max or they monsters You want the real shit, oh, I gotcha You see my niggas here, you know we drop up You know we do it And so it's sign off, this beat I rhyme off It's from the loneliest beat, and you go my boss You feel it in the air, it's such a fly force But you don't hear me though, just like a mom's dog That's cause I'm in Europe, me and my French tourer I'm on my pimp, my temperature is tempura I take it easy on my watch, I'm watching TV And my queen is my Harishi, see the hair is trying to beat me I continue to do loose pace Them say you got two heads and four eyes Just like Spoon's face, but see my secret sake It's in my secret sake, that's in my secret Secret room on my secret base. So from the runners of the FNF crew, come in hip hop. We come to resurrect you, 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 you. All right, that's enough of that. Welcome to the True Exact Show Quarantine Edition. This is my first solo show in about man, I'd say about three months. I've been working on trying to find a replacement for Minx and just. Haven't found it yet. Had a few in mind. They turned it down. It is what it is. Brian's doing his own thing. My brother Joe doing their own thing. Paul and Tony doing their own thing. Piz is loud on their show. So this is just a little quarantine show to get things into perspective and let you know what we're doing with the channel and if there's any updates and whatnot. And also, I think it'd be fun to just talk for once. Talk. Because we've been in quarantine. We've been doing nothing. I'm going to have shows with my wife coming up tomorrow. And she doesn't even like the camera. But you know what? She's going to do it. Because we've been bored watching the same Netflix shit. Can't play Monopoly because I'd win every time. There's not even a point. It is what it is. Shout out to my friend Larry. This is a Duff Man hat right here. And shout out to my boy Eric who got me a hoodie with my own face on it. If you want one of them, hit him up. He got it for me for Secret Santa for Applebee's back in 2019 when we were still able to go. Half price appetizers after 10. Giovanni, the number one waiter there. He probably got moved to Buffalo Wild Wing though. Let's move on. So why I'm doing this show is to give you a little update on the channel and... I mean, I posted something tonight on Facebook I thought was really fun. We're all in quarantine, and I saw something. It was a meme I posted, and it was like, some memes are very hurtful because it said, just when you think your day's bad, remember that there's someone from your hometown still trying to be a rapper. And I feel like that just, just signifies me and my two friends, Matt and uh, Matt and Brian, who, you know, we're not, we're not trying to be rappers, but we rap. And I feel like it just equates that with us. Like, look at these fucking idiots that are you still trying to do it. We're not trying to do it. We just still like to entertain. And if it happens, it happens. It only takes one. That's what I say. I made that up, actually, last year. True story. So, <clears throat> I thought it'd be fun to give a little perspective on how I became true exact. How me and Matt got into rap. How Brian got into rap. And how everything just kind of formulated into one and to bring up everyone on this post that i posted to facebook because it was really fun and really cool and it's still going on now it's been like four hours so let's go back to a young adolescent the g-man 15 years old 16 maybe so it was my 15 year old birthday and my cousin Lindsay. yep you're probably going to listen to this because you're not doing shit either you're probably sitting at home with the kids coloring with nick and just having a good time but you might as well listen to this because your name's been shouted out into it Brought to you by Perry Tots Gin. It says Navy strength. I don't, I, I wasn't in the Navy. I can't attest for it. This, I usually buy gin in plastic bottles. That's why I get so fucked up from it. But this one's in glass. So if it drops, it'll break. So let's go back to Lindsay. She was 15. She was driving me around. See, my cousin Lindsay was a junior when I was a freshman. So that's, that's a fact. 
Yes. Okay. Yeah, I got the numbers right. So the movie Eight Mile came out in 2002, right? So this is the origin of exact, true exact, and whatnot. So, one second. So November 2002 hits. And when you were a freshman in high school, if you were a white kid, you were obsessed with Eminem. Unless you were into Hard Rock, Papa Roach, like Slipknot, whatever. Cool bands. By the way, one of the worst things about this quarantine is I can't go see Five Finger Death Punch and Papa Roach with my brother in May. He bought tickets already. What are we going to do? Oh, my God. So, Eminem 8 Mile came out, I want to say, November 8th, 2002. Just because I'm a psychopath and I remember dates like that. But it dates back to when I went to see... Oh, please cover your ears for this. I went to see the movie Blue Crush in August of 2002. It was a good movie. It date, it still dates well. Seriously. Hey, positive. Good luck. And Michelle Hernandez was just... Or Michelle Rodriguez was just off of Fast and the Furious. So, you felt like you had to go see it. And Phase in Love was in it. Let's not bring him off from the Parenthood, though, because that was, or, was it the Parenthood. Yeah, great show. So he was in it. You were like, oh, funny guy. This is going to be amazing. So I went to see Blue Crush, and the, the movie Eight Mile was being previewed in August of 2002. I remember sitting there, and I'll never forget my cousin Lindsay whipped out like a book, and, and she wrote like the date in. This is when you didn't have really cell phones at the time. So you whipped the date out, like, oh my God, I have to see this movie November 8th. And I'll never forget, like, she was actually 18 at the time, and I was 16 or 15. And she brought me to see it, because in, in, in school, you had off in November on that Thursday and Friday. And the movie came out November 8, 2002, I want to say. It's been that long since I've been failing as a rapper. This is horrifying. So, I walked into the movie theater. You see him beat Papa Doc and all that, and... I remember, and this, you could attest to this, like any white rapper out there, anyone who ever free saw it out there, because it happened for us. So right when you left that movie theater, right when you left that movie theater, it like sparked in you. Like, I want to be a rapper. Like, oh my God, I want to do this. But like most people, and it, it, anyone my age who was white or even black, I don't know, I can't attest to them, who, but definitely white, who started rapping after that movie, it's because of that movie. All these battle rappers out right now who are of our age, I would love to hear their story because I really think it was because of that movie. Look at me on my sweater. This is just flexing right here. So it was definitely me. It was definitely because of that movie. So Lindsay takes in the movie, and I'll never forget my friend Hall on Hall at War, actually. He couldn't get in because they weren't 18 and they didn't have, they didn't have like an 18 year old to get him in. I remember walking out of the theater and Paul, Ralph and Brian were waiting to get in and my cousin Lindsay was out there and she was like, I guess I'll buy you tickets, but they weren't, she wasn't going in with them. So they had to like, they, they asked someone to get tickets at, at the, at the desk and the guy was doing his job and he couldn't even get them the tickets. But I think one of them, I want to say, well, I'm not going to, not going to vouch for this. He said something very offensive to the guy because he was just doing his job and he couldn't really get him in. And you had to like calm him down, like, bro, you're 16 years old, you can't get in. So after that, our friend Freebie, Matt, started, who I've been in contact with tonight, just about random shit. Because when you're in quarantine, you're, you got nothing. You're just looking around like, I'm going to fucking kill somebody. So I'm going to start texting people and then posting things on Facebook. You start, you start touching, you get in touch with people you haven't gotten in touch with in a while. And it's really nice, actually. And me and Freebie, our, our relationship, we could get into it another time. I plan on having a mom one time, and we will delve into the whole saga. I know 
13 people are very curious about the whole saga. And if there was ever beef, if there wasn't beef, what happened with us, what happened with Mike Tice, whatever. Another time, another day. Where's Evo? I don't know, probably in quarantine. Where's Brian? Well, he's probably in quarantine too. But we'll still put out music if it really comes to it. One sec. So, we move on to, I want to say, sophomore year. And the guy I was in contact with tonight, first person I ever battled. We were at one of the, a girl's house for a party, probably sophomore year. And I remember being so nervous because we were outside. It was near Cook Ave. I'm not going to say the girl's house, but it was near Cook Ave. Everyone's there. This kid, actually, who I battled, ended up punching me in the face like three parties later. And my good friend Riley ended up fighting him for it. It was really cool. Thanks, Riley. So we were we were outside, and um, he Carlos, our friend Carlos, I'm not going to say his last name, but like I'm in contact with him tonight just talking about this stuff because it's fun to just reminisce. So Carlos ends up battling, and he says stuff. And I remember like I spit like three bars, and it was the wackest shit of all time. It was something like, you're getting beat by a white kid, oh my god, and one-syllable raps. But at that time, it was like a week after 8 Mile, so everything you spit was like, this is the greatest shit of all time. Like, oh my god, Duke a rap, Duke a rap. So, so every party you went to from that point on, you started to rap, and you started to freestyle. And it was like actual freestyling. That's what was so fun about it. Like, it wasn't like, I don't even think these dudes now could, like, a test or could understand what a cipher is spit a 16 go around in a circle and you would pick up on other people's raps pretty much like oh someone would rap like i'm on a camera i'll hand you i'll hit you with the blammer fragile i'm agile and then go and then you'd have to pick up on it and that, that was the cipher around in a circle i kick to death winter fresh you know this place is a mess or whatever these are multis freestyle it is what it is so i'll never forget though like you were very humbled because I went in, I beat, uh, not beat Carlos, but we freestyled and I had like one or two good lines. And I went inside and this kid, uh, Colin, I gotta say the last name, he rapped too. So like he was a little older than me and he was outside and we started rapping with each other and I got annihilated. Like absolutely annihilated. Like in over my head, it was kind of like when you do comedy the first time in the first crowd you hit and then the next time you go up, the next week it's like a complete fucking dud. That's kind of what happened here. So like... I, I spit well outside, and then I went to battle somebody who was, like, pretty decent, and I was just like, wow, this is fucking embarrassing. So at that point, it was like, all right, I got to work on my craft. So, like, it was literally like the movie where M was riding on the bus, just looking at things, just going on and on, or doing the Sweet Home Alabama thing. Like, me, Matt, and Brian would just kind of be walking around Wendy's and just be rapping, just throw out words, like, chicken nuggets, I'll rip them, fuck it. You know, like, things like that, and... It just kind of came about, and Matt's the one, see, as, as much animosity or people think or uh, hate me and Matt think we've had, which I know there's tension in a room when me and him get in a room. Some people say, like, you could cut it with a knife. That's a horrible saying, but, like, a lot of people say that, but there was never really animosity between me and him, and I actually owe him everything as far as, like, me getting into the rap scene. Seriously. So, like, Matt started to text battle. Which is, this is the origin of it. So he started to text battle, like on Network 54. And there, it was probably, we were 15, 16 years old. And you would literally go on a forum board and just text battle each other without even audio at first. So like my first name, I think was like Conviction. And oh my God, there was one of our friends' names was Hotter Than Life, which I'm not going to say it. Um, Brian's was, a, uh, I want to say Assault right from the get-go. And Matt's was Freebie. So 
we had these guys on there like Soldier, Absolute, Warren Cuggin, Boomy from the Block, who we still keep in contact with, which has been 17 years, which is amazing. For show, who we still keep in contact with. He's from Idaho. Um, we And uh, I want to say a couple others, uh, Maximus, and hopefully these guys are doing well. I, I really haven't talked to them in seven years. I mean, I'm still in a little contact with Boomy, um, but as far as like rap goes, no one really made it um, on, on a level like that. So it was very fun, though. We used to like go online. It was like being in a chat room, and you used to battle each other and have tournaments with brackets like Mark Madness. Wow, I miss March Madness. Kansas would be in the Elite Eight right now. So you used to have like March Madness brackets, and then you graduated to like audio. And oh my God, if one day I will have an episode where I play my old songs, like my first ever recorded songs, it's the worst shit of all time. Like I'd rather have the coronavirus than listen to this stuff. And I think you would all agree. I actually sent it to my friends tonight. And they were like, this is cringeworthy even listening. So we started to text battle and audio battle, and I needed a name. And one of my favorite rappers at that time was an underground rapper called Benefit, who I plan on doing a Lost in a Mix series with about how he disappeared. If you know Benefit, like he just he just went away. And Benefit's still out now. He does shows, but nobody really knows who he is. It's a weird thing with Benefit. Benefit's Benefit's like career is very mesmerizing what he became, what he did, and where he just like, vanished in the thin air. And he doesn't really do interviews or contact people. And even when he does do interviews, you still can't see his face. It's like you wouldn't know him. He could be delivered by mail, and I wouldn't know who he is. So Benefit on his uh, album had a song called Exact. It was like, I got the deaf people hearing this, blind people seeing this, paralyzed from the neck down, still feeling this. So I took the name Exact and went on this forum board and started rap battling. And like at first, like you were just on a little mic and you you would post on soundclick.com and then post your stuff up there and then people on the website would vote for it. So there was another guy on the website called Bobby Beretta who went by Exact, who was, I mean, like it just, it was weird to like have rap out of it. Then looking back on it, like how fucking stupid were we? So, So he went by that name and we battled for the name. Oh my God, how badass we were. So he texts about it. It's, it's the equivalent of Twitter, like Twitter fingers. Like turn the trigger fingers, shit like that. Like, oh my God, I'm gonna get him, man. I'm so tough. So one of the worst lines I ever had, seriously, I'm gonna throw this out. It was so embarrassing. It was to, to rap, no. To rap, no one would pay. To rap, no one would pay a fee. But I. But I shine like someone highlighted me. Oh my god. That's so horrible. You ever look like a photo of yourself? You can't even look at. That's that rhyme. Like that's that rhyme. I want to kill myself just thinking of it. But you gotta start somewhere. That's what I tell myself. So, we did these rap battles and. And um, the name Exact was kind of like, well, we battled for it. And I guess I won the battle. I don't even remember. I really don't. The song is probably shit, even if I won the battle, whatever. So what happened was we changed the website, which was just Network 54, to True Hidden Talent, right? And this guy, um, Born Thuggan, who was RJ, he went by, he ended up like wanting to pay people to post on a site, 99 cents. 
we were pissed off at looking back on it. He was probably ahead of his time, actually, with what's going on in the world now. So he wanted to do that, and then Freebie made a diss to him, like, uh, on the nail in the coffin beat uh, to Benzino by Eminem, and he completely murdered him. And what happened was, Born Thuggin ended up deleting the entire website. So you had, like, a year and a half or two years of our entire, like, rap life of just chat rooming and, and like, our old raps with my great highlighted feline just gone. Wiped off the face of the earth. Off the face of the earth. You can't even find them anymore. Which is very upsetting. So, Born Thuggin, if you're fucking listening, you ruined everything. So... I decided to take the name True, which was co well actually it was covert aptitude Matt thought of because he's a psychopath and thinks of more intense shit than ever needs to be thought about. Uh, covert aptitude, or how about just true hidden talent? Okay, fine. So there's true hidden talent. So what I did in my mind to pay homage to the people I grew up rapping with in 03 to 05, like Soldier, Absolute, Casper, Boomy, all these guys who we would post with. And there was like somewhat of a camaraderie. Like, you want to talk about like a real world house of like a forum? This was it. Like, you shared your shit. You shared your raps. You'd be in chat rooms. You'd be posting. You'd be friends with each other. You know, if you had cell phones at the time, you'd probably text them. So... I took the true name and added it to exact to make true exact. And that is the origin of true exact. A lot of people didn't know that, not even my closest friends. I probably told them a hundred times. They just truly didn't give a shit. And that's a fact. So let's, and Will will take off on that for when I do have free beyond. It will go from there on how, I don't want to say things went sour, but we kind of separated, went apart, because I know a lot of people want to know. I know there's, I know, I know, 13, 14 people want to know at the local bars, and and we will talk about that, and we'll talk about how we kind of separated, and the groups changed, and Mike Heist changed, and then me and Brian kind of veered off, or whatever. Me and Assault veered off. You now Brian does Random University, so that's that. That's that story. So, little update on what's going on with the channel right now, being in quarantine. We have a couple of backlogged episodes right now. I just put one up of Random University with the God episode. And um, <clears throat> God episode and Aliens episode, which I wasn't on, but fuck, it was one of the funniest episodes I've seen. And this <laughs> this new Piz is hilarious. I think he should have his own segment called Pizzed Off. That's just me. Um, we got Hall Out War still going on. Hall and Tony are... You know, with everything going on, they're, they're, they're just at their jobs. Everyone's trying to maintain, so it's hard to get out to them. Um, they're going to focus more on sports, if you will, because, like, that's just their niche. They love doing that stuff, but there are no sports right now. So, if anything, if they're on our show, we could just do, you know, have them on as guests. Or if they want to run their own shit and do their own show with, like, stuff they're going on about, their work, the coronavirus, they could do it. They're great at it. Tony's a, Tony's a natural. Hall's great with them. Um, uh, as far as who's the legal man, you know, I saw Joe probably two weeks ago at the Poconos. They're, they're very excited. It's still going on with it. WrestleMania is kind of being tampered now. They're kind of veering toward the angle of wrestling. Um, but with, it's, it's kind of hard with no sports and they have to travel to meet up Ray and Joe. So it's kind of hard for them to get together, especially what's going on. Joe has kids. You, you don't want to risk being near someone with the coronavirus. I understand. So I, I can't really force them. So right now we're, I'm just trying to push out some shows and 
and keep everyone entertained and fucking self-entertained because I got rid of all my video games. All I have is FIFA 19. How many times should you play with the Red Bulls? Because that shit ain't even happening. <sighs> Would have thought I'd only have a soccer game, right? Um, Random University. Brian's um, Brian loves doing it himself, but I have talked to him. He's working on other stuff. He's trying to write some stuff, um, work on a script for uh, Netflix. Uh, just to push things out, try to keep your options open. We do have a connection here and there. Um, we have, we have, I have contacted a couple phone interview call-ins, um, and I'm just, I don't want to like throw names out there, but I have contacted them on Twitter and they're willing to do it. Once I get everything set up, I've contacted Nino Bless. Uh, we plan on doing something soon, even if I have to travel out to him in New York. I've called, I've Twittered Pat Stay, the battle rapper from Nova Scotia. So if I get a call-in thing set up, I'm going to have him call in. I've also talked to comedian Alex Pavone in New York. So he was supposed to come here this weekend, but, you know, he messaged me on Facebook, um, and he was like, well, you know, we can't do it right now, and I, I can't blame him. My wife doesn't want anyone over. I don't want anyone over. You got to listen. Listen to the politicians and me. Be safe. You know, eat frozen pizzas, drink gin and tonics, and just fucking be happy. Don't go out if you don't need to. And I will have an episode on that, too, the quarantine thing. So Alex Savone is in contact. We're also going to have XSIQ, uh, one of our friends' rappers, on tonight, actually. But, you know, I texted him this morning. So with the circumstances, you can't come on. Like, it's too hard to travel. He'd have to take a train here. It's just not worth it. So I'm looking to get a call-in going on and just trying to get guests I want on. Like, I love the, the underground battle rap community. I know it sounds cheesy to everybody, but if I could have guys like Nino Bless and Pat Stay and Sharon on, if I haven't contacted Sharon, but, like, people like that. I have interviewed Ilmac four years ago on the Loudcast, but, like, guys like that, those are the guys I want on. Those are the guys, those are the guys who interest me the most, the battle rap community, things like that. So that's kind of the update with it. I don't have any, any new... Uh, I, I don't want to say talent, but shows in the works. Um, I want a female show, um, but uh, a lot of the girls I reach out to, I guess they're just kind of like, they don't want to be on camera, which is fine. But um, it is what it is. Uh, if, if anyone's interested, let me know. We'll come to you. It's, it's a fun, you can talk about whatever you want, whether you're a Republican, you hate Trump, whether you're a Republican, you love Trump. Talk about whatever you want, free range. As long as there's no Nazi swastika memorabilia or hate, hate speech, I'm not fucking dealing with that bullshit. 